0: Hi, welcome to Project Geospatial. I'm Adam Simmons, and here with me, or I should say, back with me, is the women in geospatial. Uh, and uh, the two individuals I have with me in this episode, as uh, back is Julia Wagman and, and Sabrina, uh, go ahead, Sabrina, how do you pronounce your last name? Sabrina Zito. Sabrina Zito, okay. Uh, Julia, we're gonna start with you. Go ahead and uh, reintroduce yourself, uh, what your roles in the women in geospatial and how everything got started
1: okay yes yeah, thanks adam again for inviting us uh, yes my name is uh, julia wagemann i'm a, a geospatial a consultant and also a phd candidate and i've been yeah, co-founding Women in Geospatial last year in March um, it started uh, that I uh, posted a, a tweet on Twitter um, asking who would be in to found a, a Women in Geospatial group um, and I was asking for women in Earth Observation women in remote sensing women who, who map uh, So, and uh, this tweet got a bit viral so within two days we get over 300 women on a list uh, showing interest uh, in a community and network like this and so I had at this time uh, two others uh, who who helped a bit to to set up a mailing list, Twitter account and also a Slack channel. And the nice thing was at the same time Olivia you you interviewed some weeks ago, uh, she wanted to she had the same idea to to start a, a community in, United, in, in in the UK. And so then she reached out to me and we actually said, oh, it, it's actually better to combine efforts and to, to make one women in geospatial community. And that's all, st- all how, how it started. We, we got then some opportunities to, to present women in geospatial at some conferences. And yeah, within one year we, we reached now um, over 1,000 women who are part of our community.
0: That's an incredible benchmark. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I love how hearing so, how the, some of these amazing organizations uh, stand up from just small beginnings like that, just two people talking to each other and saying, hey, let's connect, let's just grow this out. And uh, distance didn't even matter. You know, you're in two completely different locations. And, uh, and, you, and you brought an entire organization together. So that's, that's amazing. Uh, Sabrina, can, can you go ahead and uh, talk about yourself and how you got involved with the effort?
2: Sure. Um, once again, thanks for having us here, Adam. Um, so I'm Sabrina Zito, and I am a geospatial consultant as well, based near Munich in Germany. And I came into the picture in May when I attended one of the Women in Geospatial events at the Living Planet Symposium, which was in in Milan last May. And so I, I came to this career panel. I was listening to the presenters. I thought, oh, this is a great effort. And um, after the conference day, there was an evening meetup. So I, I joined, and that's where I met Julia. And um, over some delicious Italian food, we were talking about the network. And I asked her if um, there were any plans to have a mentorship program. And she said, not yet, but she, she welcomed me on board. And so that's how I got involved with the network and started working on the mentorship program at Women in Geospatial.
0: Awesome. Uh, so let's, uh, let's start with some of the projects that is going on. Uh, Julie, I want to I go back to you for a second. Can you talk about some of the current efforts that are going on, especially as the... Uh, uh, the current crisis has everybody stuck indoors. Uh, I'm sure you have a lot of virtual events of that, that that's kicked off too, right? Um, uh,
1: yes. Yeah, so, um, okay. Let's 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 uh, try to say what at the moment is going on, and actually, what we had we we had. To- Quite a bit planned for this year um, to be present at some conferences uh, and we yeah we some some talks and career panels and some a special event was planned for International Women's Day and due to the Corona crisis at the moment uh, everything was uh, postponed let's say like this or put into virtual uh, virtual conferences so uh, unfortunately at the moment um, we we. Will we'll have some virtual uh, presentations like some uh, two two are coming up actually at the beginning of May um, and uh, then we are thinking of uh, uh, hosting some uh, some some webinars um, in order to promote the uh, women in geospatial speakers database, um, which we are currently developing. But this is something we still in in plan. And we also at the moment not quite sure because the world is full of webinars and uh, it's already quite overwhelming, and no one knows to what webinars you should uh, attend. And so um, at the moment we focus more, we also realize that the community on Slack is a bit quieter than uh, it was before it, it just shows that people they still need to adapt a bit to the current situation and then we also have to see that uh, some some people with uh, families uh, specifically if the kids are going to school it's uh, quite a challenge at the moment to get everything under under a hat. But uh, yeah, so, some, uh, we, we will have some uh, meetups or some, uh, some presentations um, at the end of April, I, I even forgot it, um, as part of the ISPRS uh, student committee virtual rooms. And then at the beginning of May uh, as part of the EGU uh, sh- uh, online conference.
0: Uh, great. No, that's uh, at least uh, I'm glad to hear that things are still going strong, at least uh, with the current situation going on. I understand things are a little bit quiet. Um, I, I've I've seen an influx of groups trying to adapt to this uh, current situation. Individuals trying to say, OK, uh, how do I participate in these things with just trying to survive at home <laughs> uh, to keep themselves busy? Uh, and, and some of people just trying to just stay off the virtual world entirely. Uh, um, did you know, just just to just to keep their physical activities uh, up, right? So um, Sabrina, going back to you for a moment, you have uh, you have a bunch of projects that you have going yourself. You know I was just actually reading about uh, how you're participating in uh, the Earth Engine virtual Meetup.
2: Right. So this is a meetup that I started um, last year in October after the Geo for good Summit in um, California. And since then, we've had these monthly meetups where people who use um, Google Earth Engine can just come online. We have a different speaker each month who shares their work and then users can ask them questions and then they can also bring up topics that they're interested in or that they're working on and need help with. So it's sort of a time for people to come together and help each other out, share resources, answer each other's questions. And yeah, we've had quite a few people tune in from all over the world. Um, some people have even dialed in when it was like really late in their time zones, so I really appreciate the interest in this virtual meetup. And I guess it's it's also great that uh, this, this all started before everything had to become virtual, so in a way we were already prepared. And that's another strength of uh, Women in Geospatial, actually, because we are 100% Remote virtual organization and our uh, steering committee meetings are also online once a month, and people have dialed in from everywhere—from Romania, from Germany, from um, Kenya. So it's it's a great mix of people.
0: Uh, just to touch on the geospatial aspect a little more, can you talk a little bit about the Earth Engine virtual meetup? What is that about, and what what do you? Uh, how what is your involvement specifically in that?
2: Sure, so I organize the monthly Earth Engine virtual meetups, which invite speakers who use Google Earth Engine for either their research or their work to share about what they're doing. And so far, we've had a variety of speakers and topics, including um, looking at um, the global urban heat island, uh, changes over time. Um, we had a speaker from Xavier mekong talk about their use of neural networks and TensorFlow to classify urban and water land cover. Uh, we've had uh, speakers come and share about um, uploading large data sets, like Julia I was one of our speakers. She was sharing about how she ingested several petabytes worth of the Copernicus era 5 reanalysis data to Google Earth Engine using Python and the Google Cloud. So. It's a wide variety of um, environmental monitoring topics, machine learning, um, technical questions. So these are just some of the, the speakers we've had in the past couple of months.
0: Oh, that's amazing. And uh, the, so the Earth Engine itself, it's, uh, so, so how, how much traction are you getting with some of your virtual meetups with Earth Engine? And what other projects do you have going on with the women in geospatials, Sabrina? Sure. So
2: um, for the past couple of meetups, we've had over 150 people sign up each time. Again, due to the time zone differences, not everyone can attend. So we usually um, also record the session and then send out a link so that anyone who missed it can hop on and watch. And usually we get between um, 25 to 40 people attending live and uh, yeah, every, every month. So that's, that's what we do at the um, the Earth Engine virtual meetup. We're actually also having a, a session in May, on May 6th, where we'll be having lightning talks, which is a very abbreviated format. Everyone has three minutes to share what they're working on. And we expect this way for, you know, for us to get exposed to many new ideas um, in the user community. And now I'll switch over to talk a bit about the the mentorship program. So uh, in October last year, we we launched the first round of the uh, Women Geospatial Career Mentorship Program. We were really excited to see a very strong interest from people all over the world. We had about 180 people apply from many different countries and we narrowed it down to 42 participants from 17 countries and we grouped people into uh, peer, peer mentorship groups of up to three people or mentor and mentee pairs um, and we also had people talk about in their applications what specific areas they were interested in. Some people were students who were entering uh, a career in academia and they wanted to focus on research. There were other people who were interested in developing more technical skills, such as Python and coding, and then we also had a group of people who were interested in navigating the workplace in the geospatial industry um, as a woman. So we we brought both mentors and mentees together, and um, yeah, created this structure that people could meet up virtually and also have that connection to people in similar time zones, even if they might be in different countries. And given that it's all virtual, we expect that this year there's going to be a large increase in the interest and the demand for the mentorship program. Um, We actually just had a midterm feedback session where we had some structured interviews with about half of our mentorship cohort. And already we've had some really great anecdotes about how this program is impacting people's careers and. Um, personal development. We've had people who found jobs, people who have gotten credit for work that they didn't get credit for in the past, um, people who have gotten a chance to make presentations in front of important people in their company because they were encouraged by their mentor to, to take some professional opportunities and take some risks and step up. So we're really excited to see how this program is shaping the professional development and career path of our members.
0: Well, that brings up an interesting uh, uh, segue here in terms of how much you're offering the community in terms of resources. So what I wanted to put the question out to both of you, Julia and Sabrina is uh, how, how do you see the organization growing going forward you know in our last conversation julia uh, briefly it was mentioned that y- you all are you're, you're come together as a organization but you're not a formal entity yet you're not necessarily a nonprofit. uh is is there plans to do that and uh, and and make this more official you know uh br- br- you know is uh, you know what i mean
1: uh, yes yes certainly uh, and I can uh, I can say yes uh, we, we because we now we within one year we we see there is interest and it's also a very vital community um, but in order to have a, a stronger impact uh, also to to organizations and companies that we really uh, make, the community in the geospatial domain uh, more diverse and more gender equal. Uh, we see the, ne- the next the next necessary step is to to register ourselves as a non profit uh, or and then legal entity because then um, it would be also good to partner up with organizations and company in order to find ways how to collaborate and how to to really make a difference uh, and to, to to make the domain more diverse.
0: No, that's, that's, and I want to follow that as you all build this organization out. Uh, I think establishing yourself as an entity has a lot of benefits beyond just what you just said. Uh, it's, it's, it also gets you tremendous amounts of, of support and integration directly with a lot of uh, industry in, in governments uh, that uh, this movement can really touch. And I think I think you all are already making a difference. Uh, but uh, th- this, I, I see this. You all have so much more potential too. So it's amazing to watch you all grow, especially the progress you've had in the last year. But just to uh, to, just to see that scale up to, to a much bigger level, um, is it will be incredible.
1: Thank you, yes, I, I, I can agree. Like, we also see it as uh, something we want to do. And we also see at the moment, this is just the beginning. So we, we really are full of ideas and have a lot of uh, uh, activities planned ideas but also now it's uh, it's a good time because now we formed a very active steering committee uh, because it's uh, you need people also to 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 work and to 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 flourish a company and to to build up a company um, or a network and uh, this is what uh, what we are now at the moment so we have a steering committee which is very active and uh, we we, is, we, we have the plans um, with uh, c- uh, COVID-19, uh, we, we have to see uh, when we will realize it but hopefully by the end of this year. But maybe Sabrina you also want to say something
2: about this. Sure, so another thing that we are working on um, that I think Julia can talk more about is the speakers database. I'll let her introduce that um, but in general we, we, we think it's vital to increase the visibility of women at events, at conferences, at virtual events um, in our industry. And so already we've we actually fielded requests from various event organizers who would like to work with us to help increase the number of women speakers at their events. And we have tapped into our networks to source people from the specific domains that um, these events are looking for. So, for for instance, we recently partnered with the Geospatial World Forum to source uh, events, uh, event speakers in um, smart cities, uh, defense, security, regional focused events for that uh, big conference, which unfortunately was was cancelled due to the COVID crisis. However, we now see an increase in these virtual conferences that also suffer from a lack of diversity, which we can really help address through putting into place the Speaker's Database.
0: Well, that's amazing. I mean, uh, having a Speaker's Database is a, is a great idea, and I haven't seen as many organizations do something like that or, have, or give access to uh, some of these conferences uh, for, directly. Uh, uh, and it's a fascinating concept. So actually, I, I want to actually put a plug in there for the uh, conference that I'm working to set up called the Geospatial Frontier Conference next month. And I, nice. I definitely want to invite you all to participate and uh, would love to get your input on uh, g- getting involved, too. So that's a completely virtual conference, interactive, going to be held next, uh, plans to be held next month. Target audience is free for general registrants. Uh, In government alike, Uh, the only people who have to pay are the industry who wants to uh, promote their products and services.
2: That sounds really exciting.
0: Yeah, so we'll see what happens. It's a giant experiment at the same time, but I would love to to get both of you involved somehow uh, in in whatever uh, makes sense. Uh, And and I think even um, and that goes moving on beyond that too. So if you all have members that want to participate in the podcast, I would love to have you on uh, or I have anybody on who's willing to talk about their personal projects, efforts, technologies, uh, et cetera. Whatever whatever they want to talk about related to the industry or women in geospatial, I'd love to have anybody on.
1: Awesome, we will certainly promote uh, your your podcast and also ask for, we will share it on, on our Slack channel and mailing list.
0: Now, with that said, uh, Julia and Sabrina, I want to thank you both for having on. Is there any last plugs that uh, either? Uh, I'm going to start with you, Julia, that you want to give for the organization or any efforts that uh, you are currently working on?
1: Uh, well, yes, it's 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 um, a network we we built uh, up. Is like uh, it, it's only uh, it, it's only working with. Uh, d- the, the community and also all the the women who join but also a strong steering committee uh, I want to make actually a plug to, to Sabrina because she um, it, it since she, Joined the network, um, you really saw a, a new drive and a new uh, energy coming in, and she brought in many new ideas um, besides the mentorship program. And also, she put a lot of time and effort in. And uh, uh, so, but otherwise, yeah, I would like to invite everyone to check out Women in Space. Not only women, women and men, um, because we also see that uh, we can only make a change together. It's not about uh, either way uh, it's we we have to find a way how we can actually have a more t- diverse geospatial domain um together
0: no, no that's great julie and I, i'm going to make sure that i include in the show notes uh, a link back to the women in geospatial website the twitter account uh and i believe you also have a registration invite uh to uh Uh, to the organization itself, which includes getting people involved within the Slack channel. Uh, Sabrina, I'm going to turn it back to you. Any last minute plugs and uh, things that you want to talk about before we wrap up? Sure.
2: So in in addition to the Twitter page and the Slack community, we also have a LinkedIn page where we post jobs. If you're looking for a job or a summer internship opportunity, that's another place to follow. And um, yeah, we post a lot of international positions, so no matter where you come from, feel free to follow
0: us. I and, and actually this good question too, is, is those international positions you mentioned uh, anywhere. I mean, do you see a lot of remote jobs that have been posted recently to uh, uh, to, to allow more flexibility?
2: Um, I've definitely seen a few remote positions where it's, it's stated that it's remote. Um, so these are probably remote first organizations. But then there are also a bunch of more traditional organizations that have posted jobs that due to necessity will be remote. So I'd say everything is pretty much remote right now.
0: Okay, no, I just wanted to clarify it because there's a lot of positions out there internationally and I, I don't want people who are listening to get confused and be like, hey, if this is somewhere in a different country, it doesn't make sense for me. But I just want to rest assured that the, uh, you know, there's a huge flexibility in the positions that you're posting, remote or not. Have a look. They might benefit anybody who... Uh, who is looking for a job don't discount it just because women in geospatial is an international organization uh i think there's uh, a lot more you you never know check it out uh and uh don't don't turn down a job if you're especially looking one So um, with that said, I want to thank both of you for joining me for this conversation, learning a lot more about the women in geospatial, the awesome projects and efforts that you're doing. And uh, I can't wait to see how your organization evolves, uh, especially over the coming months.
2: Thank you so much Adam, this has been great. Thank you Adam,
1: It, it was a pleasure.
0: Project Geospatial is a podcast hosted by Adam Simmons and Mason Rothman, dedicated to increasing awareness of geospatial technology, education resources, and industry best practices. Our show is comprised of industry professionals who discuss diverse topics such as new geospatial projects, innovations, and resources that benefit the overall community. If you're an industry professional, reach out to us. We'd love to hear your feedback or have you on the show. Listen in and check us out at projectgeospatial.com. We'll